Hey, Facebook, it's Francis and Kathy, and we're back again to talk about communicating. It might seem a little odd that we're going to chat about communicating, but there's a little bit of method, I'd say, to the madness we've been working on with our communication collaboration circle. And we've got, I'd say, what, some pretty interesting to show here about what we've designed and developed for how to best communicate with a family and a new resident and how that can all kind of blend together. So Kathy, let me ask you, why do you think it's so important we have a communication plan for families, especially with when a new resident moves in? Yeah, it's a, such a great question. And the I, I get to speak from the family perspective yeah, because do, I yeah. have been one. Yeah. So it's really about helping the family know that they made the right decision, number one, yeah. and that they chose the right community for their loved one. So those are really the two key factors. Did I do the right thing for my mom or dad? Yeah. And, and did I um, choose the right community for them to be in? And I want to give a huge shout out to all of the people in our collaboration circle who oh, helped yes. us create yes. this because we didn't, the, we didn't um, say, hey, let's create this. We said there's a problem and we asked the community for help. And we got we got family members, we got researchers, we got um, caregivers, we got people uh, from placement, physical therapy, executive directors. So we have the whole realm of people in senior care they all sat at the same table and talked about this problem and, and what we could do collaboratively to solve it. And I think that's what you important here. You said something, we had more than one voice, right? That was one thing that we have talked about from the beginning is we need to take action. And this is what we came up with from our action-oriented based philosophy. But on top of that, it wasn't a one-sided action, right? Because I think that's what's important. I know you and I agree on this. With the challenges we face in senior living, it has to be a collective voice and solution, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what I have seen uh, in the in the two and a half to three years I've been in the industry and the 10 years I was a caregiver to my mom and dad who were in uh, senior living, what I've seen is that there are a lot of, I would say, management level, executive level conferences where they're all talking amongst each other. My personal opinion is that's still a silo of communication. That um, is not really bringing everyone together who's feeling the pain. So the people who are on the ground um, providing hands-on care, um, we need to get their input and their feedback. We need to understand the director of nursing's perspective. We need to understand the family member's perspective. We need to understand physical therapy and the activities director. Um, what a lot of people don't understand about senior living, and we've talked about it on our show, is that when you move mom or dad into senior care, that doesn't mean that if they need physical therapy, it's all handled. You still have to bring in home health right. um, to do some of that. So there are third-party providers who are in the picture of communication. And right now that's really lost. Well, and I think too, what, what we started to realize is communication doesn't necessarily mean a 30 minute phone call, right? We're learning that communication could be a simple picture and a text or a simple text or maybe a five minute phone call. So I think what we've uncovered is 
it's a sharing of where that where your loved one is that day. And that could be a simple take a picture. Hey, look at mom planting the flowers, right? It could be something as simple as that versus, oh, I don't have time to do a 30 minute phone call with every one of my families. Well, well we agree with that. But we also know that it's important that our families get the connection right now, not only because of COVID, but because I'd say almost that guilt factor, that caregiver guilt, uh, you know, that comes into play. Because my mom talked to me about that all the time, is that with grandma, you know, she's always like, well, I could do more. Or I could do this and I could do that. I'm like, mom, you tried it, but you were fried, but you were at the end of your rope and you needed some help and a team around her. Yeah. Yeah. I, you just hit the nail on the head with the word team. Yeah. Um, it senior care is a team event it really is a, it's a team effort and family is a part of that team and we're seeing that bubble up more and more in the conversation with covid right. this is a problem long before covid and it will be a problem after except that we're trying to solve it so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that we don't realize the negative impact a poor poor communication could have right i mean yeah the things that I've heard of the increased likelihood of a resident not staying in your facility, right. Or your residence, right. Yep. Increased lawsuits, yep. increased, you know, maybe med mismanagement or something along those lines, increased frustration that your families are taking out on your direct care staff because that's who they see the most. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and that's unfair to those true frontline workers is that they're getting stress and the family's feeling stressed because of a poor system that wasn't or a system that wasn't put in place. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. And they don't know who else. Family doesn't know who else to talk to except the people they can get a hold of, which usually True. is the hands on. Right. And I won't say that all community. This is not to disparage anything anyone is doing. Oh, no, no, no. Is doing their very best. Right? right. We can do better. We really can do better. And so it's a matter of, okay, so let's just take a breath and, and acknowledge the immense amount of work people are doing. And let's look at a different way to give them some relief because it's out there. And um, our amazing friend and CEO of the Eden Alternative, Jill Vitale Awesome, sent me some research from the Miami University, which I'll post in the in the notes, okay, the cool. notes for this. Um, and it's the family experience in long-term care during COVID-19 visitation restriction. Oh, and wow. really what it says is that most of communication is coming in the form of email or letters. I can tell you as a family member that would mm -hmm. not do it for me. I, that's great. That's mass communication you're pushing to me. You, I see all the posts on websites and on social media, but it's mass communication being posted at me. I want to know about my mom or dad, right? And this does uh, indicate that half of all family members don't feel like they're getting the right level of communication about their loved one. And um, the impact on that, I mean, the things at risk for these communities that are not working on plans to really communicate with family right now in a very different way, the things at risk are some of the things you mentioned, lawsuits, um, there is research that shows that lawsuits are disproportionately in senior care, disproportionately related to the first 14 days after move-in. Wow. Um, and then also, as you mentioned, families saying, oh, this isn't the community for me. I'm moving out. Right. And, um, and also negative reviews and unwillingness to 
recommend the community. So that impacts your revenue. So these are things that can very, very easily be solved. Right. Um, but we have to be able to stop and take a moment and say, okay, let's stop the craziness for a minute and look at how do we solve this? And that's um, what you're probably about to show. I'm probably ready to show in a second here, but I want to say one, this group. One thing, yep. yeah, one thing we took into account though was time, right? We didn't want to create a plan or a program that added more time. We wanted to make it super efficient and simple so that our goal would be to cut down time while improving communication, right? Because as we know, our, our teams right now are definitely stretched with COVID and the different requirements and ordering this and doing that. But at the same time, our families deserve a great communication plan. And we truly believe it starts prior to moving. And so what we've created is our 14 day communication plan. And it's, 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 it's picture and word based, right? We want to make it fun and simple, right? We made it very simple. Yeah. And again, just a reminder for people, this is a collaboration. This isn't right. Kathy and Francis. No, not at all. This is a group of people who came up with this, who are impacted by it in various different ways. Yeah. And as you said, Francis, it's really, and this is just a teaser. There's more to this. We provide more depth. We provide examples and, yeah. and little ideas of what to say. But this is really just send them a note, send them a text, um, or an, whatever their preferred method of communication is, along with a photo mm -hmm. on a really, really regular cadence in those first 14 days. I promise you, if you over communicate in those first 14 days, it will pay back multifold in the long run. And members, yeah, it'll, it'll help your revenue. It'll help your reviews online. It'll help um, you know, stave off any potential, I can't say any, but most potential lawsuits. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's just what family really needs and deserves right now. They deserve to be part of the care team. And this is one way to help make that happen. Well, and I want to just kind of, I want this to, 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 you know, be as, as useful as possible. So, you know, we, we put in things, a brief morning photo and an update that could be sent. However you set up for community, that could be an email. It could be a text message. It could be using some other app, maybe serenity, which we use a lot of and assured. So it could be some type of a certain communication program that you already have in place. So we're not asking you to reinvent the wheel here. We just want you to actually start using and setting up ahead of time. So that way, both the family knows what to do but also the residents themselves, right? We're not, we, we want this to be, again, collaboration between all stakeholders, all people involved in the care circle, not just two people telling you what to do, but a collaboration of everyone. So we're all on the same page. So I think yeah. that's what we all want. And something that I know you've seen there at Assured and, and other clients of Serenity have seen is that instead of family taking out their frustration and anger on the frontline staff, now they're saying thank you for everything you do and they're, right. they're sharing that appreciation correct and that i think that is says a lot is you're giving the family peace of mind but you're they also know what to expect that okay i got an update today and it wasn't the best day for my loved one but guess what i'm gonna get another update tomorrow and hopefully maybe tomorrow will be a better day so we're giving things to look forward to in a time period that you could have a lot of questions about, did I do the right thing? Should I have done this? I really miss them. I want them with me, but I can't always take care of them. And, and by us 
oversharing or finding that right cadence to sharing, we keep them connected to make to their best friend. Because let's be honest, we're asking someone to make a hard decision to trust almost total strangers yeah. to take care of their best friend. And I think that can't be lost. And yeah. I, and we do have as family, obviously, a level of trust or we wouldn't move them. Of course. Um, at the same time, though, we need that trust to continue to build and build and build. And then the onus is on the community staff as much as it is on the family. Um, and my experience was that we would see mom or dad on nights or weekends. So I never saw what was happening during the day because I work and I'm, I'm like most family members. So what this also does is even after COVID and we're able to visit, it allows the community to show off the incredible, extraordinary care that happens every day mm -hmm. that family almost never sees. Correct. And I, and I want to point out here that it's not all electronic communication here. No. It's, we also have some phone calls in here. And of course, this is just a template that can and should be customized for every community. But we, we, we're not trying to take away any personal touch. We're actually trying to give the staff the ability to share some of this without mm -hmm. taking more, literally more than five minutes to send a little post and respond if the family member has a question and that's it. Yeah. And again, right now we do have visits up here as with the, with the kind of the camera, and some of that is because of the COVID era we're in right now. You know, many states have different restrictions, so um, you know some states have outside visits, some states have no visits. So obviously, we want to begin to filter that in when it's appropriate, given the COVID era that we're currently yeah, in. That, that changes, <laughs> changes yeah. every week, just about. Every week, every day. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, this is the right time. So I really do hope that there are some people from communities listening because yeah. this is the right time. And we all know we're about to go into flu season and things are likely going to shift again. Um, so it's a perfect time to be implementing something like this. And so we are excited that we're going to offer this as a free download on our website, on our Facebook pages, all of that stuff mm -hmm. so that you can begin to get a feel for it. But at the same time, we'll always be available to set up some additional time to, to dive deeper into customizing this. So if you are trying to figure out how to best communicate, what things you can do, we will have that ability to work with you and work through that to really begin to set your team up and i use the word team for success because again it's not just what the facility sees it's not just what the resident sees it's not just what the family sees it's that whole combination of that care circle that we have to make sure we're all on the same page yeah i've talked to some caregivers who are who will just share stories with me that are incredible like um that they 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 caught the resident doing something really cute or mm -hmm. fun and they were able to capture it in a photo, yep. and share it with the family. And, um, and they've had family members call them in tears. Um, just oh, yeah. good tears saying, Oh my, I haven't seen my mom do that in years. Thank you so much. Like the impact of this has a domino effect. And what, I I will, what I'd like to leave our audience with is that domino effect which way the dominoes go is really up to you. So I encourage you and invite you to step into this and take a look at it and consider it and talk talk with us. We're happy to share 
more information. We'll be creating more detail um, to go along with this, but really we're, we're, we're sharing this freely because this is not something that we're looking to make money on. We're looking to share this so that people have a better experience in senior care. Well, and also really start setting the table for success. We hear too many negative stories right now in, in the news and the cycles and all that stuff. Let's change that narrative. Yeah. Let's get back to the point where we all, majority of the people that are in long-term care, work with older adults, work in healthcare, they want to make a difference for the person, the patient, the resident themselves. And the best way to do that is not only provide amazing care for that person, but also share it with their best friends, with their loved ones. Keep everybody in the loop because everyone works so hard to do the best job they can. We have to make sure people know what is being done on a daily basis. We can't always have stuff behind the curtain. We yeah. have to promote that positivity that occurs every single day. I think you just you said something um, about behind the curtain, and I don't think that's ever ever been the intention like let's hide it behind the curtain um, no 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 not that's that. the way it has become right. and that's the reality so now we're we're asking people to open up that curtain and share quite yeah. a lot more and i can tell you and i i should say this because um a lot of people ask me well why don't i just call mom or dad you absolutely can oh. um, but there are times when someone who is in assisted living or has an extra layer of care is there for a reason. And oftentimes it's related to, to dementia or memory issues of some sort. Or, or physical limitations, maybe even being able to dial right. or answer the so, phone, right? Right. So I, I would call and say, hey, dad, how you doing? And I would get, oh, no one's been here in weeks to right. visit me. I haven't eaten in days. Right. I knew these weren't true. But right. if my brother in Wisconsin called and got that answer, uh, yeah. he was on the phone raising hell and it, it's completely unnecessary. Um, so if you're communicating with the care staff, that's when you rely on the care staff, when you can't rely on mom and dad's self-report anymore. Doesn't mean you don't still talk to mom and dad. You, you also rely on the care staff, which is the whole collaboration concept, right? And I'll leave with this last question here. Okay. This is a rhetorical question is, what does poor communication really cost you? Yeah. So with that, we look forward to releasing this to everybody to download for free. We look forward to having deeper discussions around this in the next week or so. We're going to do another highlight next week on Serenity Engages Facebook page, talking in depth of different tools available to improve communication. So stay tuned for next week at 12 p.m. on the Serenity Engage Facebook page. We will promote that as well too, where we're gonna talk in more detail here about improving communication, how to keep the care circle engaged, and how that will lead to better revenues, happier clients, and most of all, a better, happier environment. And with that, I'm Francis. I wanna say thank you for joining us today. And, and I, I Catherine, and thank you. I, I, um, family members, keep loving on your loved ones. Thank you all. Have a great day. We'll see you next week.